This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Until now, we've discussed um, getting a sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Metzius, and we've tried it in different ways. Um, right now, the picture that we have is something that many people could agree to because basically HaKadosh Baruch Hu is described in terms of a kind of um, a, aloof being supreme, extraordinary created, made, put everything into place and so on and so forth it's a very impersonal picture kind of uh, I guess the word quote unquote scientific type of person uh, entity and that's the um, being that we're talking until now uh, it's easy to agree on it because basically it does not require much more than just agreeing to it and quote-unquote believing in it and so on and so forth. The next junction becomes a very important junction in terms of it turning from intellectual um, construct to something that is very relevant and it also brings the problem of, in some degree, it's the first place where we have a problem of anthropomorphisms in a big way. Um, until now, we've only described Akashpoho as the one that has created the world, brought into being, gives it existence, guides it, etc., etc. We now have to s- describe the God that interacts with the world on more than just a mechanical way, than creator. Um, etc. and so on and so forth. We need to start talking about, for the lack of a better word, I'm going to use a very crude word, the personal aspect of the God. In other words, God is not like the law of gravity. It's not like a robot that can do many tasks. But there is something about him, Kaviyochel, that has characteristics that we would associate with human relations. And this becomes the first step of a very meaningful type of belief, but also a, something that automatically brings some inherent difficulties with it and some inherent dangers. Let's take a look at a person's personality and get a sense. When we, when we talk about a person's personality, for instance, let's, let's take an example. If you've picked up the phone to order a ticket from Amtrak, you get this wonderful, wonderful computer named Julie. And Julie knows an awful lot about trains. I've really met a young woman with the knowledge of trains that she knows. And what's most important is she has the calmest demeanor I've ever seen. I've never seen her get upset, angry, no matter how many times she's taunted into repeating which train goes where. And even if you utter a long string of curse words, you'll get something, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't understand, I'll get you a uh, representative. But the, 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 the wondrous, wondrous personality known as Julie is also um, an extraordinarily personless entity. There, there's no person there. Um, it is wonderfully constructed. It's got a lot of, you know, let's call the word chachma in, in it, in, in terms of its operation, is, 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 is a lot of smart entities, but 
if we're looking for an akuda that we need to define what this Julie is missing, we're going to say the word ratzon, will. Um, the central feature of what makes somebody a um, person is the koach ratzon. Now, um, just let's give an example of how we relate to people. If we find somebody who's contentious or just doesn't agree with us on many issues, we're naturally not inclined to be close friends because uh, it's difficult. He, he, he believes communism is good. I believe capitalism is good. He believes uh, a absolute pacifism. I believe in justice. And if the person has a very contentious personality, everything has to be exactly he wants it. And if it's not, he's upset about it. Those are reasons why it's easy for us to understand we why we can't get along with someone else. But what about you, you, you meet somebody, and everything you say to the person says, yes, that's right, that, that's absolutely right. I, I couldn't have said it better. And this goes on and on and on and on. So you ask yourself, well, what's the problem? I mean, the most agreeable person that you've met, and person who obviously thinks like you, and the answer is, there's no person there. It, it's almost like a kind of uh, tape recorder. So... I'm not relating to a person. He, this, this, this yes man would be a great secretary, but not an advisor, not a spouse, not a close friend, because I'm looking for an other that I can mesh with. So if we pinpoint a certain sense of a core definition of um, a, a, a being, we would call the word rotzone as distinguishing the computer from the person. Um, can I prove it? Um, can somebody tell me that what we call Rutzen is just a very, very advanced computer? It, like all the things, I could not, I possibly could not prove it on paper and pen, but I think we all agree that that is um, the way we strongly feel about it. S now, in the world of Chachmas uh, HaPnim, we're not going to go into any of it, but there are occasionally points that really bring out uh, an akuda very well. It, the the the, um, the spheres are, in a certain sense, a description of a Baruch Hu's mode of interaction with the Bria. It parallels. It's a muscle that parallels our mode of actions, or, if you wish, we parallel the mode of action that Baruch Hu has given himself in the Bria, which means there are. Spheres, lower spheres that implement Hakadosh Baruch Hu's rotten. There are those that are the rotten itself, so to speak, not the gift wrapping, not the UPS, but the gift itself. There's the thought that goes into deciding to give somebody a gift, and the thought process, the planning process, etc. That's higher still. And then the highest point is a point that we define as rotson. The technical term is kesser. Uh, it, it, it's basically the process that kicks chachma and planning and so on into action. What's very important about this model is that there is a, there's, a, there's a clear flow. The rotsin activates the chachma. So, for instance, if I decide, if my rotsin is for kavod, so I begin to think how can I get people to give me kavod? 
and then I come up with a great plan. I am going to give out money to everybody. I'm going to say a wonderful share. I'm going to um, stand and sing or do whatever it is. And I and then I ask myself, how do I get that across? And I plan and I manage to get it across. So the planning and the plotting is all types of chachmas. Generically, we're called chachmas, fine. And it comes from a, 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 um, a means to satisfy the ratzel. Now, what it means to us is when we see the actions of the person, for instance, I see a person clowning, I can say um, he's trying to draw attention to himself, and he didn't succeed in doing it this way, he's doing it in this way, and that's why he's going and doing it. Why is he getting attention? Because he has a need for recognition. Why does he have a need for recognition? Um, the question peters out. At some point, uh, a psychologist reaches ground zero, sort of the anchor point for a person's personality, and the why becomes a meaningless question. Um, this is the person, and everything else is, fits in with cause and effect from it. So a good psychologist will peel away all the layers of the person's activities and arrange them in a way where we can get down to his primal rutsing. But I can't ask myself why is the primal rutsing what it is. It is what it is. If I can reduce it to something simpler, it's not a primal rutsing. It's just a means to get to something. So when I reduce a person's personality down to its core, I come up with a certain rutsing. The same thing is true if I look around in the world and I see the hashkacha, it's, it's, we, we certainly cannot unravel the entire hashkacha. But in as little as we could possibly, in as little as theoretically we approach it, we're always looking to get to a, um, a point of ratzah. This is good in the eyes. This is not good. Hayita bein Hashem, that is the primary nekuda, which means that the questions in the nature of why is this a rotsin are invalid questions. They're invalid questions because <coughs> it's called rotsin parallel to what human rotsin is. Just like human rotsin is a cause, and we don't view it as an effect. Sometimes we do, but then it's already down on the rung. If a person has an unnatural need for uh, for COVID, because when he was a young boy he was slighted or whatever it is, or he's handicapped or he, he has less abilities or, or anything like that, but that br- that brings back again to elementary rots at some point. The bottom line is the 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 the, the tools of chachma, the tools of asking why, do not are not valid for establishing a rotsa. And the next level in the world of Chachma, which is the plotting, the planning, and so on, that's where we're going to be able to implement it. So, when we speak about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's core essence as he reveals himself in the world, we will call that Ratzon. Ratzono Yisbarach versus Chachmaso Yisbarach. And Chachmaso Yisbarach tells us how he implemented what he implemented, and Ratzono is the core Ratzon. Yes. I just want to make sure I'm understanding that. So, many, many shirim ago, right? Um, 
I was talking, we, we spoke about when Rebbe was first mentioning this idea of the spheres and versus the Ratan and versus Hashem, whatever you can say about Hashem. Right. We were talking about davening and that, you know, the importance of davening to Hashem and not davening to these spheres and how the Zohar starts off with all these warnings to not serve Lora Isa Kol and the like. So it's basically what Rebbe's saying, the only the only way that we can relate to Hashem is through the fact that Hashem has a Ratzon that expresses itself through Chochmah in this yes. world. And that if Hashem didn't have that Ratzon, so to speak, for whatever reason, then Hashem, we would have no, there well, would be no way for us to necessarily, so to speak. That's connect. correct, and it's even sharper than that. If there'd be no Ratzon, it would be hard to say that there would be a creation. Right. Now, there is a caveat here, a very important caveat. As for us human beings, or better said, for us creations, creatures, creations, Ratzon is synonymous with a lack. In other words, if I want something, I am missing it. So if I want attention, so just like if, if I'm hungry, it's because I need food. Um, if, if, or even if a person is hungry, not because he needs food, but because he's nervous and he, and he needs to have something to occupy himself. That's also a need. For us, the word rotstone implies a very clear chisaro. We even colloquially use it that way. This is a very needy person. He needs a lot of emotional support. This person is very needy in terms of controlling. There, there are, the word rotstone for us comes it's synonymous with a lack of something. By a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it is not synonymous with a lack. We simply, at some point, we don't have a muscle to give to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. We, we, and that's why we, we're, we're stuck. If we want to understand our Kaddish Baruch Hu, we're going to have to use some Mishalim. The Mishalim are quite accurate, but not accurate enough. So we can ask ourselves, what is our Kaddish Baruch Hu's ruts in creating the world is an appropriate question. What was he lacking that he needed this world is a non-valid question. Kaddish is in, in his perfection. He's not lacking anything. Um, and we simply, that, that answer has no, we have no kalim for that answer. Our mind starts from the point of creation onwards, not for anything that precedes it logically, chronologically, anything like that. Yes? Could, could, could we say that basically we can, we can look into what Hashem's Ratzon is, but we can't ask why that's His Ratzon. Yes, exactly. And, we c- and more than that, we cannot even make the implication that if there's a Ratzon, there must be something lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, now, the, 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 the understanding of Kaddish Baruch Hu's primary Ratzon in the Bria has two <coughs> very, very important significance. One is that the Ramchal says in his introduction to Derech Hashem, the human mind rebels against a hodgepodge of facts and ideas. Um, it's, it's true, generally speaking. I mean, if you try to memorize a column of numbers, unless you're an idiot savant, you find it very hard to do. Um, the, the, all the memory devices are simply giving a story. Five little boys are playing with nine elves, and they cut three flowers, and you know, so on and so forth, and, and, and that's because the human mind does not enjoy it. 
Um, and that's why instinctively, when we need, when we need a theory to explain um, some fact, uh, what's called Occam's razor, we choose the simplest explanation that will explain the most things. There's a natural sense that this is right, and this is the way we really function. So if mitzvahs are 613 whims, the mind rebels against it and the heart rebels against it because normal people don't have 613 whims. When you can structure it and put it into a way of going from um, root to branch to twig to leaf, it becomes extremely, and the mind uh, it grasps it, it, it has a handle on it, um, and it's clearly the work of Chachma and Ratzon. So, we have, the Kadmonim have given us reasons, quote-unquote, why Kaddish Baruch created the world. Those reasons are points of origin, so to speak. We can, it's the tip of the pyramid. We can put everything together and we get spits of it to be um, to be something. And when and and when the Katmainim and the Sfarim tell us why Akash Baruch created the world, what was the Tachlis Rebriya, what they're doing is identifying the primary Ratzin that a human being can attain. So they're important in terms of giving overall structure to the rest of it they are not describing a need, as if HaKadosh Baruch who is a native, needed the world the way a mother needs a child to bring out her maternity instincts. That, Chassashon, we cannot, that, that type of extrapolation does not exist. But what does exist is, all the mitzvahs are going to fit into that. So one reason why these so-called tachlis of the world are important is to give a structure for all the mitzvahs that they fit into a seyachadik um, anything that's that's toiv and shalim in this world works like that. Chachma works like that, and the human mind is is at, at ease with that. There's another area where it's important, um, and let's um, ex- explain this area. No matter how many tzivuyim Akarish Baruch gave us, and no matter how many dinim he placed on us. <laughs> There is a world of lifnim mishuras hadin, um, meaning that there is a way to go past the world of chiyuvim and realize your own yearning for Kaddish Baruch. Um, it's not only a passing the Torah; it's it's an entire chumash possibly. Chumash vayikra deals with karbanis. Karbanis start off with carbon nedavas. Karbanis are the hallmarks of nedava. And that's why the, like all the Rishonim say, that's why the Nevi'im, when they lashed out against hypocrites, was always karbanis. No one said, how can you put on film in the morning if you're living with Neshis at night? Because it makes a difference. <laughs> You've got to put on film in the morning and, and Neshis also at night. What they did say was, don't bring me any karbanis, shlamim, and olas in the Beis Amigdash when you're doing kaldavasa behind, the, 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 you know, on the other side of Beis Amigdash. The, the, the place they're called Karbanos and the pl- they're called Lerotzon, Loyu Lerotzon, Lerotzon, Reach Nichoach, which is an expression of 
a, a gratification of Ratzon. Um, the 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 Mishnah um, Zvachim. It's the only place where you have l'shem yichutz, so to speak, is in Karbanis, and one of the one of the l'shem Bailim and, and and one of them is l'shem nachas ruach for mishama vayayolam. It's it's the world of giving takadosh baruch hu peace tzivui. So it's a it's a chelik of avoda. It is impossible to be able to do anything that's if we don't have an idea what his Ratzon is. For instance, if let's say, let, let's give an example, let's take um, this, an idiot who is watching a young couple and he gives her a gift wrap um, diamond and she opens it up and she says, wow, she's very excited. And then a while later he gives her a gift wrap bracelet and she almost says, wow. And then he gives her a gift wrap, something else. And it's wow. And he says, boy, this lady sure loves gift wrapping. And, I, you know, I think if I got my collar, like a few yards of gift wrap, she would be ecstatic. The, that's why most immortals are not married. The, the, um, the, 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 the answer is, you don't understand what the point is. The point is not... Um, the point lies in the, the diamond or the jewelry or whatever it is, and the, not in the gift wrapping. A person will say, well, Shabbos is a time for the family to get together. It's a wonderful time. So um, so if I want to enhance covered Shabbos, I will bring all my family every Shabbos to my house. Um, it, it's not, besides not being a necessarily wise idea, it also it has nothing to do with the spirit of Shabbos. It, it, it's not really part of Shabbos, because you don't understand what the Panemius Ratzon is. So if we understand what the Panemius Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch is, it allows us an avoda that's called the Fnimish Din. The world of Din comes from the world of Chachma, and to be able to tap into something beyond Din, and be able to express something very individual and so on, we need to have a clear Havana of his Ratzon. So defining his Ratzon, like we find the Nevi'im did, the Nevi'im did that very much. Um, it's Shmuel Anabi when he castigated Shaul. He said, "Achefet zvachim Hashem." Because Shmuel wants zvachim, and he wants the Shmuel of Hashem. The bottom line is, he wants somebody who does what Akharish Baruch tells him to do, and that's more important than anything else. And so on. All of those expressions are: you've missed the boat in the world of Ratzin. You've put krum. You think Hakadosh Baruch wants the fires and the meats when he really wants the, the seitov and, and so on and so forth. So for those reasons, understanding the rutzen is also uh, is very important. One to give us a structure so that everything becomes meaningful. Two to allow us a vote of, of extrapolation. If we understand what um, what the given is, we can extrapolate to those areas where seichel can't really be covered things. But the Ratzon can be Kavaya. Included in the first one, that we spoke about understanding it, also allows you to put the proper emotion into the mitzvah you're doing. If you understand Lulav and Esrig, and, um, you know, the, the Dalad Minim, to, if, if we understand that it's an expression of Simcha, 
So we can do v'simachtem. And everybody can think a little bit about different about the simcha. One can think about the simcha kadosh the other kaisal and yantiv. One can think about kadosh baruchus tovah. So one can think about the kapara. But we're tapping into the right emotional um, thread that runs inside, deep inside this mitzvah, by having an understanding of ritzono. And in the big picture, if we're doing the entire body of mitzvahs for an emotion that is properly determined as being the tachlis, we are doing what Akash Prabhu wants us to do. So those are reasons why it's very important to give a framework for Akash Prabhu's kavana. Let's um, describe three of the frameworks that have been given. Um, two, uh, let, let, let's, uh, let's take three core descriptions of what Akash Prabhu wanted. And there are some subdivisions, but at least let's familiarize ourselves with three of them. The one that's most frequently given is Leman Tuvo Yisbarach. Midarach of Toiv to be native, and that puts the core of the Avodah on Chesed. Um, for a person to, even the mitzvahs in the, in the um, mitzvahs of Lamakom are native to a person. They make a person, they elevate a person, they give them a more beautiful life, a deeper life. They all are examples of Kaddish Baruch Hu's chasto. And Avram Avinu, who was a Midrash Chesed, came to the car of Kaddish Baruch Hu, and he had an entire God that was a God of Chesed. And that is definitely appropriate, one appropriate structure. Um, second is Emes. The says Chosomash Akash Baruch was Emes, with an implication that the central Mida is Emes. Every other Mida has kind of um, distortions of sorts, aberrations, like a like a glass, like the center of the lens, the dead center is the is 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 the specific point. Everything else is kind of a little bit distorted. The um, the uh, the Mida of Emes being the central Mida, and support for that would be. Chazal um, saying that that Kadosh Baruch Hu's emes Torah, which is the the sum total of Kadosh Baruch Hu's gilui of his rotsin, is called Torah's emes. Um, so that's a meter to describe as central. And there's a third meter which I would need to, which I do feel is important to um, to to describe a little bit more specifically, is called Leman Kvodo Yisbarach, which in Catholic English is translated for the greater glory of the Lord. Um, now, the first two we can definitely relate to because, you know, Chesed and Emes are both very central medias to a religious person, any person, and, and, and we can understand it. The Laman Kvoidoi kind of gives us a very bad aftertaste. Um, any human being that we mention that would say that he's doing something to get covered, we would be tremendously distasteful. Even adding the caveat that HaKadosh does not need our covet makes it even more distasteful. Uh, why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is kol yochol, ensof, beligvul, need six billion very, very slight, very, very um, imperfect beings saying glory, glory to the great God? It doesn't. There's nothing we can relate to it that in any way is 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 um, is sensible to us. Uh, it it just doesn't. It, it just doesn't sit. Um, 
even if we say human beings don't deserve covet because they they really really uh, you know everybody can be an honor and say I'm a nobody I'm a nothing but Akarish Baruch who who um, who who is really perfect so the covet is true but what's the point of it I mean uh, yeah yes take a step back here. Yes. Put this into the framework of what we were talking about in the beginning of the Shia. Right. Stating these three Ratsanos, right. saying that all we can talk about Ratsan is the what, not exactly right. the why. So the what would be Hashem's Ratsan is to bestow good, to be made. Right. Period. So, so not because it's the derech of a, of, of a toad to be made to Right. You. It's not why that's his Ratsan, but it's just. It is his That Ratsan. is his Ratsan. Right. And we can sympathize with it. We, we, we can at least have an intuitive sense of it. Or the Ratzon is Emeth. Hashem's Ratzon in the world is Emeth. Right. Which is also to us uh, something we can relate to. But Kavod, it, it doesn't, I mean, it, what is it? It's true, it's not the Kavod, but, but it's not, it doesn't evoke in us any sense that we can relate to. Um, it's, there's nothing but good about it. We, we, we but, can, yes. But isn't that question basically saying why would that be his Ratzon? Well, it's what, if HaKadosh Baruch is giving us a guideline, it's something that we can, on our level of Ratzon, can sort of, um, we can harmonize with it. We, we, we can, Chesed and Emes are things that we can, we may not understand why Chesed and Emes are good, why needs it, but it, it rings. But what does it mean, covet? Exactly, what covet, does covet mean everybody saying glory, glory be the great God, um, and so on? The, the, the uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it doesn't. It, there's nothing about it that that rings. It, it, we're looking for the first step that will make sense of everything, and somehow it doesn't sit well with us. And I, so I think we need to just define what the word covered is. I think that's a very important. And um, the word covered means the following. For instance, let's say they. Um, uh, we have halachas of kavod. Um, let's say for a talmud chacham. So in walks the gadol and I am a chuyif to stand up, not to speak first, and to go through all sorts of um, conduct and uh, and and uh, expressions showing the great gap of this person's greatness to my humility. What what it's doing, the purpose of it is not to please the gadol, because he wouldn't be much of a gadol. It's rather to make a statement to myself about how great and important cover is to translate into language I can understand. A little child that says in the Gemara that you know people would come to to, to the Yachikala and they would um, see the cover Torah, the great cover Torah. Um, when you people, let's say, I, I'm I'm not a doctor, and I haven't studied medicine, and I couldn't really evaluate who's a good doctor. Not a good doctor. I, I guess if I observed long enough, whoever killed less people was a much better doctor. But I, I but I see. Hey, everybody says, ah, Dr. Goldstein. Wow. Um, okay, we'll hear what Dr. says. Uh, Dr. Goldstein is, 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 is the head of the chair of the department of the this, of the that. He, he's the first one to speak. 
Um, he, he is the honored, as he's the honored uh, editor here. He's, he's, he's this, he's that. Those are ways to impress and to give the right mitzvahs in translated to another world. So in the physical world, we have no way, Chachman doesn't exist in the physical world. When we translate and say, when this person talks, we keep quiet because we have nothing to say in his presence. Um, we rise in Lokoma because he's the Chashev, he's the Kavua, he's the Nichba, and so on. The Kavod is a way of translating that which is um, in one world into express the other world. A king and his whole Malchus and the whole entourage, a president. A president is a boss of a dumb court to everybody. And this whole hail tradition and so on is to properly give him his position in society. Here is the man who's deciding about our future and so on and so forth. We need to make that statement um, in, in, in a tangible way. The, the word kavod means the following. Um, and this is linked with uh, an idea that Chabad is, is expressed a lot at Baltanya. Rotson is to translate a spiritual world into a physical world. Um, that's called Kvodo, Leman Kvodo Yisbarach. That everything in this world has within itself uh, some spiritual content which can give meaning to a physical object. Let's give an example. Um, when we meet somebody who is big, heavy, and coarse-looking, we say, ah, oh, he must be a wrestler. He, he must be a truck driver. Um, when we meet somebody who is very refined, very frail, and his, his brows are furrowed, and he's got these deep eyes, we say, this is an ish of chachma. We, we see it on his physics. Sometimes it's misleading, but usually there's a stamp on the physical self of the person's token. So um, the, 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 the translation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, of a spiritual world, which is akin to a locus, into a physical world, is the proper, uh, it's the proper nuance of what kvodo. It's not the, li like this magnificent choir of 6,000 uh, church members saying glory, glory, high. It's the world is moda to the emes. Just like when you mechabed your father, you, you're making a statement that no matter who you are, but my existence depended on you. And everything I have, I owe to you. It's, it's a statement that I express through my metzias of kibur av vehem. In, in, in the expressing the relationship of the world to Chachma, we do to kvod Chachamim. And to kvod Hashem, we express, this world becomes a vehicle for expressing HaKadosh Baruch so that is Kvodah Let me, I guess, sort of cap it with one point and uh, because I, I, it, it shouldn't be confusing. And we seem to have a machlokis here. No, also a big machlokis about whether, which is, which is the core point of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Bria. Um, we, we don't need to be upset at it because any framework that is, uh, for instance, if you can solve a certain problem in three different ways, all three ways are correct, provided they will always give you right answers in the right place and encompass all the details of the problem. Akash Baruch gave us Torah, mitzvahs, and a lot of 
um, and, uh, and there's a lot of Hezbeirim in the Torah and in the Gemara, it is appropriate in many different ways to put them together. It's not a problem. And actually, as I guess as a final note, this is the area where the machlokas between different shitas that are Eilovel, different Chayim, came about. Hasidim have a way of understanding the sum total of Avodah Hashem with a certain knech. It Therefore, a Hasid that wants to do Fimish Hasidin will head in a certain direction. The Litvish have a different way. The flavor of Sephardim is, is, is different than Ashkenazim. They all do all the halachas, at least theoretically. They all have a picture and the picture is different, but it makes no difference. You can say the most important thing is to be Dovik Nakash You can say the most important thing is to understand the Kharashparaku is Chachma. Everything's just a vehicle for it. The round that's the way the Ramam put together all the mitzvahs. You could say it's important to be Megal every hidden mitzvah in the Bria and so on. And the mitzvah says, it's fine. As long as it comes from a certain as long as we can base it on, on certain things like that, as long as you put the pieces together and they all click in. It's fine. That's part of the many gilim v'kadosh baruch and it's not a problem for us. So let's just sum up what we said. We said the next step from once we once we've talked about kadosh baruch sort of um, finding evidence that it exists, so to speak. Until now, it's been an it that 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 is um, infinite and super and etc. 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 We now make the next, the big transition into um, a personal, so to speak, being rather than an it that just serves to answer certain problems. Who done it? Till now, it's basically God has served as the position of of taking care of who done it. Now, the, the who of who done it is becoming important. Um, we, it, it, on the one hand, this becomes a very crucial point. On the other hand, this leads us to understanding the limitation of that mashalim. We called it in a big, in a big way, Ritzoni Yisparach as being the core description of Akadosh Baruch Hu as Kaviyachol, a personal God, so to speak. Um, we said that there are different ways to put together to describe the core ruts and, and the branches. As long as they built the Chazal with the Masoris and, and they've worked out all the mitzvahs, they can all go. They, they're all fine. We've spoken about Tuvo. We've spoken about Amito. We've spoken about Kvodo. They all fit together. Okay.